Hello and welcome back to the Dear Self with Love podcast. My name is Jenna Knapp and I'm your host. If you are tuning back in, thank you so much for returning. I'm so happy to have you here. And if it's your first time listening to the podcast, you are in the perfect place if you are looking to explore the relationship that matters most, the one that you have with yourself. On this podcast, we look at different themes of self-love, self-reflection, and really being able to sink into different ways that we can build the relationship with ourselves. Now, what I'm doing currently on the podcast is a mini-series where I am giving a preview into the portal of um, my signature neuro-linguistic programming uh, certification program that I facilitated uh back in 2020 and 2021. Uh, On June 1st, it's going to go into the archives forever to create room for the next chapter of my life. And I currently have an archival sale going on right now to invite people in for the very last time. And in order to give you a preview into that portal, I have been doing topics that highlight and Um, pull from clips from uh, over 60 hours of content inside of that that portal. So today we are going to be sinking into the magic of anchoring. And what's been kind of funny is that it was easy for me to know that I wanted to like lay the foundation for like the definition of neuro-linguistic programming and thinking about your brain as a supercomputer in episode nine. And then I really wanted to share the the rules of your subconscious mind with the prime directives episode in episode 10 uh, and sharing the list that changed my life. Um, It just has so many domino effects from just that one list alone and learning about how your subconscious mind operates in the world. But then after that, I was like, there's so much we could do. How on earth will I ever choose? And I was um, driving to a very important meeting, a meeting that has the potential to change the trajectory of my life um, this past week. And I felt this impulse to put on this album that has always been there for me and has signified new beginnings in my life. And I just got the ping of like, oh, you need to talk to your listeners about anchoring and the impacts of auditory anchoring because it is single-handedly the simplest neuro-linguistic programming technique that I teach inside of the portal, Um, but it is really powerful. And the way that it's so simple, but it can be so powerful is what makes it really magical. It's like you can weave this technique into your life uh, with all of your different sensory experiences and you can do things on purpose. You can link different scents, different songs, different, you know, clothing, like if you have a, a power move outfit or whatever, you can link those things to states that you want to feel. So when I put on that album, that really is my like new chapter begins album. By the time I got to that meeting, I was feeling grounded. I was feeling calm, at peace, confident, really rooted in all of that new chapter energy, just feeling the limitless possibility. And uh, it got me into a state. So 
the thing about anchoring is that we're always doing this on accident. Like if you have different scents that remind you of your childhood and you know, you're just walking on the street and it hits you like that's anchoring. And it's not that you're doing it on purpose or you have a favorite family meal that comes back and impacts you. Um, and once you're an adult and you realize like, oh, I had forgotten about this and it just brings a flood of memories. Like we are always doing this and it's always happening on accident. But the powerful thing here is knowing that you can do it on purpose. So I'm going to share a clip from the audio learning where I talk about anchoring, go into some of the history of anchoring, and I give you some ideas for how you can do it on purpose and invite you to think about how you can select what states you want to attach to what and how you want to weave this into your life, whether you go forward and you enroll in the mental health method self-study or not, this episode alone gives you the resources you need to be activating anchoring in your life on a very simple, immediate level. So let's dive in. I'm so excited to share this with you. Sit back, relax, and let it wash over you. What I want to do in this audio is give a brief overview to anchoring to talk more about how anchoring can be used in other parts of your life outside of just using it uh, in a client session with the traditional knuckle techniques that we use and how you can use this as a concept that you weave into your self-care as well. So let's get started with some history. Anchoring is based off of the work that Ivan Pavlov did in 1904 when he was running experiments with his dogs. And in those experiments, he was measuring to see at what point did the dogs start to salivate for the meat paste that was presented to them. So they had this process, a sequence of steps where they would present the meat paste before giving it to the dog to eat. And they would notice that they would actually start salivating before they even had access to eating. And this surprised Pavlov because up until that point, they thought that saliva was really primarily used for uh, digesting the food. So to notice that they were salivating before the food even entered their mouth was a, a point of research. And then what they started to do was instead of just presenting the meat paste, they would ring a tuning fork so that there was now a sound associated to the meat paste being presented to the dogs. And they were measuring this because the, the glands were actually surgically moved to the outside of their cheek so they could be seen, which is a bit disturbing, but is how they were measured. And what they could see happening was that... Uh, being presented with the food and then adding in the tuning fork, if they took away the food and only did the tuning fork, the, the dogs would still salivate. Eventually, once the association was built up strong enough with the meat paste and the tuning fork, they were able to completely have the association that food was on its way just by hearing that sound. So this stimulus and response effect was found that it could actually be translated to work with humans, where when any time a person is at the peak of an intense and associated state, meaning that they're looking through their own eyes and they're really in that moment, 
whether they're going back and remembering something that used to happen or they're in that present associated state and it's happening in the moment in real life in real time if you provide a unique internal or external stimulus, you'll create a neurological association that you can instantly trigger by simply providing the stimulus again. So noticing that at, over time, as they build up that tuning fork association with the food, they were able to use that again and again. It was an instant trigger once the association was built up. And in NLP, with the techniques that we're gonna be learning, we use our body because uh, having your knuckle or an earlobe or a knee or an elbow or a, a collarbone or a shoulder, having something that you can always press uh, and thinking of it as like a button on your body, you're able to instantly trigger that no matter where you are, you are no matter what's with you. And it's why it's the foundation of uh, talking about anchoring before we get into sense stating because it's the immediate access no matter what. And it's really cool because in the beginning of NLP, they tried to do this with like a shirt cuff or a shirt button so that people could have uh, that anchor with something of their favorite clothing, but then they found, well, they can't use it all the time if it's a shirt. You're not gonna wear the same shirt every single day. Um, but having access to your body part is a completely different thing. So that can be where you can apply the stimulus and response and is what we're going to learn on the live call and is what you have access to in the demo videos inside of your Kajabi portal and is what you'll be using with your clients. But this same concept of being able to have anchors um, in a kinesthetic way on your body can be used for uh, sounds. There can be anchors for smells, which is sense stating. There can be anchors with taste. That's what comfort food is, right? Like you have comfort food and you feel an immediate sense of, of calm and ease and it's because your body remembers that food. It's an anchor. Uh, you can feel really confident depending on what clothes you wear. Those can be an anchor, right? It might not be what you wear every single day, but you might have that go-to outfit or that go-to color. Colors can be an anchor. An environment can be an anchor. You can create your office and your home to be a positive anchor. Um, you can have uh, the keys to your car be an anchor. What, what uh, state do you go into when you pick up your keys and you know you get to drive? You can have sounds and music be an anchor. You can build up a positive association to a soundtrack or to an album that becomes sort of the, the background music to a certain chapter of your life. Have you ever been in the, radio, in the car and a song on the radio comes on and you notice that all of a sudden you're transported back to uh, your prom or a memory with your grandma or a memory with your child, right? And it just instantly pulls that all back up for you. That is an auditory anchor. That song can be an anchor that roots you into that time because probably if it pulls back up so vividly for you like that, it's because you're in an intense associated state when you first experienced it. So if you know this, it happens all of the time on accident, anchoring is really knowing it and using it to your advantage to be able to install it even deeper and to be able to do it on purpose. And on the live calls and in your demo videos, you're really going to see the, the breakdown of 
the different uh, techniques. So we have the, the stacking anchors, the resource anchors, collapse anchors, chaining anchors. There's a lot you can do with anchoring. But the other thing I want to talk to you about on this audio is what I call environmental anchoring. The things that surround you on a day-to-day basis that impact the way that you feel motivated by your surroundings or sometimes feel deflated by your surroundings, right? There can be negative anchors. Is there a negative anchor in your life? Like, for example, like, do you roll over and pick up your phone? And if you have a text message from a particular person, you're automatically triggered in a negative way. What's a way that you can rewire and reroute from a negative anchor that would allow you to avoid such a negative trigger at the very beginning of the day? Or is there a certain person in your life that's a negative anchor that you could change the meaning of? Uh, like, what about that makes you feel so negative? Or do you get triggered by certain places um, or certain times of the day? Or do you hear a song that is a negative anchor, right? This is really interesting because we can find ways to uh, change that association if it's something that really gets in your life. But for the purpose of this audio learning, we're going to talk more about intentionally creating positive anchors. But if you have negative ones, negative triggers, there's going to be a way when once we get into week four and we talk about submodality techniques that we can change our associations to those negative triggers and help to rewire the way that we feel about them and give them new meaning if they're really getting in the way. But for the sake of this one, we're going to talk about the positive ones that you can install and add. Scent anchoring is totally an environmental anchor that's a really positive trigger that we can use in different parts of our home. So do you want your office to feel a certain way? Do you want your bedroom to feel a certain way? What do you want to feel like? What's the desired state that you would love to feel in your kitchen? There can be anchors at every single point of our day. There can be auditory anchors, the playlists that we listen to, the albums that seem to only resonate during certain seasons of our life. I know for me, I have a strong association to uh, album in particular, Bombay Bicycle Club, um, that I like only crave to listen to in the fall. And when I do, it's like I'm back at my residency in London. And it has such a strong association for me with that trip I took to London that just by listening to that album during this time of the year, I can bring back all those feelings while I was on that artist residency. You might have a similar feeling if you've ever been married with your wedding song all of a sudden that comes all the way back. And it's because when you first heard that song, you were in a highly associated peak state. So the anchors that we have in our life come from when we were in a highly associated state, both good and bad, right? Like people who have PTSD symptoms, let's say, who were at war and have a negative association to the smell of gasoline, they were in a negative state when they were smelling that gasoline. So that's where that link was created. But if you have a wedding song, you were probably really, really happy that day. And that is going to be a happy anchor for you, a happy resource. So using what happens automatically, like we said at the beginning of this audio, and using it on purpose is what environmental anchoring can be all about. 
So let's say, for example, you are wanting to start a new uh, morning journaling routine. Is there a way that you can choose a spot in your house where you just feel so comfortable that it's just like your spot? Is there a certain chair? Is there a certain blanket? Is there a certain beverage that you like to anchor in? We've been talking a lot about habit building and creating links and chains, and you can totally use anchoring for this, where you're always anchored to, maybe you always use the same mug every morning. Maybe when it's time to journal, you're always curled up with a specific blanket. Or maybe you always have the same album on, right? Or the same frequency on YouTube. You can build up this intentional anchor, this positive association, and use that to your advantage. And I want to invite you to take a moment to reflect on where you already do this, because you probably do, right? You probably already do this. Do you have a favorite outfit that you wear that just gives you this boost of confidence that you know is your go-to outfit whenever you need to be able to pull on that confidence? Go ahead and just take note of all the different things that you do already, that are already environmental anchors in your life. And be able to recognize that when you know that you're doing this anyway and you're building that positive neurological association that you can do this on purpose and you can help other people do this on purpose too. My friend Katie Prince uh, has a beautiful practice of putting together a gratitude playlist where if she's going into a launch she'll, she'll choose some songs that are specifically like celebratory songs um, and she'll go for walks before she ever even enrolls anyone and she'll just feel immense gratitude for all the spots being filled and building up that anchor to that playlist every time someone enrolls she listens to that playlist again has a gratitude song has a little anchoring party to lock it in even deeper and now when she is able to go back and listen to that song. It has such a strong association. She's able to go back to that state. So she combined gratitude walks with auditory anchoring. And I love that example. Um, I've used that for myself as well. And I actually had my very own gratitude celebratory song and process when each one of you enrolled in the mental wealth method. So having that be part of the anchoring process is really beautiful as well. How can you make this something that uh, is embedded into your life? And how can you invite your clients or your family members or your friends or your community to have easy access to knowing how to do these things on purpose? When COVID was first happening and everyone was first going into their first lockdown, I hosted a little event about environmental anchoring now that you're working from home and being able to create different like energy shifts depending on the room that you're working in and where you spend time with your family because working from home it's hard to identify those different boundaries and it's really easy to be able to just go 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 and work all the time if you don't have that specific space so being able to even use a room as an anchor when you step into that room you know that it's time to be productive when you step out of it you know it's time for family time or self-care to set up those specific areas can be really beautiful and intentional and when you're going through life shifts that you can use this in in different ways you also might find that 
you know, your brand colors or your brand strategy is an anchor, right? Like you're conditioning people whenever they see your brand colors to know that they're talking about your business. Or on Instagram, you might have a very specific uh, style that you're creating anchors for other people. So I hope that your mind is running wild with all the ways that anchors already exist and how you can use this to your advantage for your personal life, in your business, with your community, your friends, your family, and your clients. And go ahead and just start to think about like what resources would you love to have access to at any time? What states would you love to be able to evoke with the press of a button on your body easily and effortlessly? And also, how can you fold it in and remind yourself to do it? Remind yourself to have those states that you can... Uh, add to that anchor over and over again because this is going to be folded into the self-care that we practice, the, the, the gifts that we give back to ourselves before we give to our clients and I'm really excited for you to feel the effects of building these strong neurological associations. All right, there it is. There is the clip from the anchoring audio learning inside of the Mental Wealth Method self-study portal. I am so curious to know what light bulbs are going off for you, what you're thinking, what dots you're connecting, what's coming up to the surface. So please feel free to leave a comment under this podcast to reach out. Let me know what anchors already exist for you. I'd be so curious to know. And if you are thinking about the uh, archival sale and you're wanting to enroll in the Mental Wealth Method self-study portal, you have until the end of the day on May 31st to do so. Uh, as of June 1st in the morning, everything is getting locked up into the archives to create room for the next chapter of my life, which I'm also very excited to tell you about. Um, it's all starting to take shape after that said meeting. I appreciate you for tuning in and love you so much and hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Cheers and talk to you next time.